Well, it's not ideal. I think now is it's going to be the real test for this team, not so much on Sundays, but how we stick together through this on the week. Bill Center Mitch Morse. Calm, cool, collected, the voice of reason. Extra Point Show presented by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com and by Speed Global around the corner or around the world. Speed delivers. Let's check out the phone lines once again and get connected with our fans as the Bills fall 24-22. to I got a little hot and bothered there about, honestly, the fact that handing the ball to the oldest running back in football more and more seems like a good idea by this Bills offense. And I do believe Ken Dorsey has created an environment that allows the coach to feel more justified in wanting to do that. And for me, even personally, where I look at the game and say, it makes more sense to start handing the ball off more often because that is just where the confidence level is with this pass game. Just saw Doug Farrar. The next-gen stats dots, Seth Walder tweeted those out ESPN. It's the pick that Allen throws looking for Deontay Hardy late in the half. And this, by the way, is on the heels of, I just mentioned, Dan Orlovsky criticizing Dorsey for play calling. And I'm looking at it, and I'm an untrained eye. I don't really know about route concepts. Like, I can look at it and kind of, you know, have a somewhat educated opinion on it, but not to the level of most that are studying all 22 more than I am. And I'm looking at these these routes, and I I didn't tweet this because, again, I don't really know where I stand on it. But I'm looking at these routes and thinking, man, this looks like a five-year-old drew these. Like, it looks like a simple Madden play. Like, there's nothing really creative that looks like it's happening here. Diggs and Hardy are running the same route on opposite sides. They're running out routes, and Kincaid and Cook are running short flat routes and Davis is running down the middle and I'm like it doesn't really look all that creative but I don't know here's Doug Farrar who studies tape all the time more than I do and he tweeted quote tweeted that four minutes ago with oh look more corner slash flat how revolutionary I okay there's another guy that I trust that studies the tape that says there's nothing creative going on here just throwing it out there. 8030550 is the phone number. Michael might want to get in on that. Let's go to Michael and Lockport next up. What's up, Michael? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, just, I mean, I've been a Bills fan my entire life. I'm almost 30 years old. And, it's, I mean, I was used to the same 6 and 10, 7 and 9, just mediocre uh, seasons my entire life. So, I guess the now short-lived success has been uh, – Yep new to me um and it just seems like the wheels are falling off at this point and i like i don't know just dumping my money for tickets and and you know dedicating my time to watching the games like i didn't even watch the entire game last night wound up going to bed before halftime that like I, I don't know what like i don't know what to do to fix it at this point and yeah at this yep. point i'm ready to just give up i guess I mean, I'm not ready to give up. I don't think you should be ready to give up completely, but it's not It's not good. Um, it's bad. They're probably going to miss the playoffs. 
Can I go with probably? They're in serious danger, at the very least. So I wouldn't give up. They still have Josh Allen at quarterback. Like, you can still say that. But it almost sounds more and more ridiculous to just keep riding out hope that, well, they have Josh Allen, they'll figure it out. Well, they have Josh Allen, they'll figure it out. I don't know. How much more do they have? They've got Diggs, and Davis continues to let them down in big spots. A drop that turns into an interception. Like, I need a catch there. Um, Who else? Cook fumbles yesterday. Almost fumbled a second time. So, it's Dorsey for me. Like, and I don't even know how bad a job Dorsey's really doing. It's just, I, I gotta try something else. Definition of insanity, right? 8030550 is the phone number. Let's go to John in North Buffalo. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good. Uh, so, I just think that we need to move on. Um, from McDermott and Dorsey. Um, I think right now they're turning our team into a team full of head cases. Um, you know, you can go on and on about, you know, Hail Murray, 13 seconds, getting embarrassed by the Bengals in the playoffs. Um, but just looking at last night, uh, you know, right off the bat, Cook fumbles it, and McDermott decides to bench Cook almost for the entire first half. Uh, that was his first fumble of the season. Yep, first fumble and, since his first career carry, actually. And so you're going to sit this guy for an entire half, a young guy. Like, how is that going to affect him mentally going forward? I think probably for the rest of the game, he was terrified of dropping the ball because McDermott benched him. And why wouldn't McDermott bench Gabe Davis for letting that ball go completely through his hands, causing an interception? You know, like, what what kind of culture is that? And, you know, like, I can't even get into, like, Dorsey and the offense and how took us backwards this offense is. But I'll tell you, I'd much rather spend four hours at the DMV at this point than watch this offense. You know, it, it's just painful. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, have we seen enough? Are, are there any more catastrophes and miracles for other teams that we have to live through. I mean, we have all these blunders, and we question why Dable doesn't like McDermott. Why did Chad Hall make a lateral move? I mean, guys, it's the head coach. It's the head coach. And if you spill back this guy at this point, like, you have some weird, twisted, like, drought Stockholm syndrome going on. (laughs) Because, you know, that's, that's just how I feel about it, but... Anyways, I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, thanks Thanks for the call, John. How many we think are ready to move on from the coaching staff in general? It's, it's a good, good section of people, I think. It's a good portion. Man, they miss the playoffs. The day they officially miss, I, I wonder if, if that happens. I mean, 60%, sometimes, you know, what ESPN have it? I said 67% for them. It's getting more real. Sounds more and more like it's going to happen. And I think the line to kick the coaching staff, the entire thing, out the door is going to be long. And the heat's going to turn up and the noise is going to turn up and I don't really know what that environment will be like. Because I don't think it's happening. 
and I think the owners are 100% behind this guy, and you could argue whether that's right or wrong. It's my guess. So going into next year, fans might be like, yeah, he's on the hot seat. But what if the seat's not really hot? I, I, I think that could actually could be a real negative environment for the fans. Banging your head against the wall. Like, when's it going to end? When's it going to end? I don't know. 803-0550 is the phone number. Let's go to Mark in Hamburg. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you guys doing? Appreciate appreciate you taking my call. Sure thing. Um, I got so many things that are on my mind after that game. Um, first things first, to kind of talk what that last guy was saying. I think they got into James Cook early because that was the first play of the game after this big players-only meeting where the offense is supposed to be holding each other accountable. And this guy, you know, for lack of a better term, just kind of throws up on himself. You know, so I think that's kind of what led to that. Um, but but as far as the coaching, man, these guys have gotten too many chances. You know, year one, we gave them the out because they broke the drought, but they throw up a stinker in Jacksonville. Then they get up 16 in Houston the following year. They throw up on themselves that year. Then Kansas City, they're just way too overmatched. Where they don't get it done to follow you. You got 13 seconds, the no show and Cincy, all that stuff. But my thing I'm noticing now is when you lost Frazier and Dayball, you have a major coaching problem. And McDermott can't do it on his own. And it's, it's coming to fruition. You see the lack of discipline, the lack of focus, the constant penalties, absolute drive killers. It wasn't just last night in the 12 men, it's been all year long. And another thing, as far as philosophy with these coaches, that blows my mind is. It's offense and defense. Guys will make a huge play. Guy will rip off 15-yard run or, or, or make a sack, and they take them off the field all the time. It, it absolutely just drives me crazy. But the thing, that, another thing is that I feel like Allen isn't getting too much flack because you've got so many times where he's relying on his talent than learning the position of cornerback. I'm not saying this guy isn't a unicorn. He's an absolute stud. But you um, listen to Steve Young. He used to say, you know, he used to be a scrambling quarterback. And you can rely on your talent so long, but you have to learn the position. And that gets back to another coaching philosophy thing with me is they're relying so much on him to be this unicorn, they're yeah. not revamping the offensive line. They're not relying on the running back. And I understand what you're saying about, oh, Latavius Murray being the oldest guy. The biggest thing I'm noticing is they're playing 11 on 10. It's great throwing the ball for 400 yards and, and five touchdowns and your quarterback running the ball and you can get your yards per carry and all these great stats. But at the end of the day, if you're playing 11 on 10, and I know you're not going to commit to the running back position to beat me, I got the advantage. And I, I see so many things that just drive you crazy for so long. But the, the big conundrum they're in now is their head coach hired their GM. So the best you can hope for is they're going to fire Dorsey, they're going to promote within, and maybe next year they get uh, an offensive old head coach as a coordinator. Who that is, I got no idea. But I think if they can actually commit to balancing with the running back position, I'm not saying you need a top guy, mm-hmm. but you got to make them honor the running back. And when they did, we went right down the field. Yeah, th- thanks, Mark, for the call. I mean, they, they honored it all game, didn't they? I mean, the Bills ran the ball well from beginning to end, and did it ever help their passing game? And how many points did they score? So, I, I hear you on one level, but I, man, like you talk about him being a unicorn and like asking him to be a unicorn. Like to me, that's because they don't help him in the right ways. They don't help him with separation. There are not guys running open ever. And that is a combination, I think, of the offensive scheme 
and the fact that they only really have one great separator on offense. It's Diggs. They don't make the quarterback's job easy. That's nothing to do with the run game. Nothing to do with the run game. He's not even in the offense when when you run the football. What makes his job easier is when he drops back to pass, which you're going to need him to, especially in the most critical parts of the game. Do you have guys open for him? That's a combination of the coaching and the personnel that you have at wide receiver. And the answer to that question right now is you do not. Why do things look hard? Their running game is still, statistically, and your eyes would tell you. I mean, they had a little bit of a a rough patch there for a few weeks. But on the overall, the Bills did invest in their offensive line. They got better at guard. Osiris Torrance and Connor McGovern, they went all in on the 12th personnel idea. Two tight ends. They're going to be bigger. They're going to be stronger. And they have run the ball better this year than they ever have under Josh Allen as the quarterback. And look where they're at. Look what it's gotten them. That This is what improving your run game looks like. This is what relying on your run game looks like. Is it easier for Josh Allen? To me, everything looks harder for Josh Allen. And it's because they committed to running the ball more. Or at least running the ball better. For the first time that they had done that. Thanks for the call. 803-0550. We'll keep running through your phone calls when we come back. Jody Biasi, it's the Extra Point Show here on WGR.